change. This train not taking passengers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, hi everyone. <coughs> um, I haven't got COVID. I'm just coughing because I had. I took a deep breath of this uh, URS Spiromax. <laughs> the hell is it? Budesonide for Motorol. E for Motorol. Fumarate dehydrate. <laughs> Ah, this is, um, yeah, whatever the hell it is. Oh, it's an inhaler, obviously. Um, yeah, no, I just, yeah, I don't know why. I, anyway, <laughs> um, I really was avoiding doing another podcast on my own, uh, especially because I know I've got one sitting on the shelf that I just don't have the energy to edit because it went for three odd hours and I know the audio quality is not going to be the best. So, you know, when you have something that you don't really want to do, but you do want to do and you need to do, but you don't do, that's sort of me. <coughs> and because I've been busy, um, I've avoided it as best as I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you know what? Um, I, I've, I've <laughs> Over the last two weeks or however long we've been in lockdown now in Melbourne, because it got extended again. Um, people are becoming really vo- more vocal about it, you know, their dis- displeasure with it and all that sort of shit. And I, I get it, you know, fatigue is real. I don't want to be locked in any more than anyone else does. Um, but I, I feel, yeah, people are sort of taking the social media more and more, and I'm seeing more and more of the same shit getting sort of thrown around. And you know what? I will respect someone for their conviction, but I won't respect the fact that they don't actually research shit and they just rehash, you know, screen grabs and whatever, what they think makes sense, despite what's actually been proven beyond any form of a, you know, form of doubt. Or, you know, resorting back to the basic, uh, uh, the same shit. Anyway, I just wanted to say, um, to what, like I've had, I'm becoming, I, Jesus, how do I put this? Anyone that knows me will know that I've mellowed to some degree. Most probably, most, not probably, mostly res- the result of the fact that my life has become a lot more uh, complicated in the last, you know, half decade, especially the last two years, two, three years, you know, I've taken on more responsibilities. Uh, you know, I, uh, I've got more on my plate. And I don't have the energy, I don't have the interest to just keep, you know, ranting and raving. But with the COVID thing, especially, two things have been setting me off. The, the COVID thing and the Afghanistan thing. And two things that, you know, two things regular people wouldn't even give a shit about. But now that, you know, they see it all over the media and they're bored because of lockdown, they want to stick their noses in it and think that they have the answers when they don't actually fucking understand shit about, you know, Afghanistan and the situation over there. And with the COVID thing, it's, it's just a one one feeding the other. And with the COVID thing, you know, everyone locked in and doing their nut about it. Suddenly everyone's a, a fucking epidemiologist and, 
you know, they're recycling the shit that they see on online and because it carries in their favour, yeah, like that that's what they're latching onto. And I get it, you know, but it's not going to change anything. So this is why, <sighs> over the last week or two, especially with this shit, like I've had to experience, you know, a lot of hardships due to lockdown. You know, my, my business was directly affected by it. You know, I'm still paying overheads on it. I'm still paying rent on, say, the studio. You know, I moved the studio from where it was to where it is now. I moved it back in, when was it, February, March? And since then, I've been there maybe half a dozen times, you know, to a, a dozen times myself just to clean up and do shit there and whatever. But to physically have recorded stuff, you know, I think there's maybe half a dozen episodes for, for this podcast and maybe, you know, one or two other recordings I've done for other people. You know, it's not much, but I'm still paying the rent on that shit. So it bothers me, all right? Forget, like, seeing my family, forget all that sort of stuff. You know, we're talking about pure financial, you know, because of COVID. Like, I I had a trip planned overseas last year, and, you know, my airline extended my credit voucher for a year once they realized that COVID wasn't going to be done at the end of 2020. But is it going to get extended again? Like, I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Like, who gives a shit about flights, all right? You can book a flight whenever. Money lost, whether it's a grand or two grand or whatever. It's just the last week has been, it just feels like all the anti-government, anti-restrictions, anti-whatever shit rhetoric is just starting to balloon. And, you know, I've kept my mouth shut for a lot of it. I've had little one-off rants, not even rants, just sort of gone off at people in my in my life, in my personal life. I try. I don't. I avoid the internet. I avoid arguing with people on social media because I don't have enough time for that. Yeah, um, I, I really don't. So I, I, I don't go into like I don't argue about religion and I don't argue about politics on the internet anymore. Right? I haven't done it for a while, generally. But just seeing the shit that people are sort of circulating. I really didn't want it to come on here, but I just felt like, you know what, like, stuff this. Like, I, uh, I think one reason why I haven't done something like this either is because I don't want to, I don't want my friends to think I'm attacking them but directly, you know, like I'm coming into someone's living room and standing in their face and screaming at them because, you know, I, I will do that. No, 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 I wouldn't do that. I would actually, you know, I will share my views when it is necessary or when it's been challenged or when it's directly challenged. You know, I'll do that. Like I said, I've been a lot more reserved as of late. Yeah, and I'm in a better place for it just because I'm focusing on myself, my mental health, you know, the the regular hustle, all that sort of shit. You know, I want to get it all fine-tuned. If I could go to the gym right now, if I had time, you know, to go for a run or go for a bike ride or whatever, you know, I would. And I'd probably feel better for it, but I don't. But I am working really long hours despite the lockdowns. I've got two or three things popping off, you know, that take up my time. You know, I'm doing you know, eight to eight days and I'm not getting enough done. So, you know, I'm really sort of precious with my f- spare few minutes. And I'm actually wringing my hands like right now, like saying all this. Because, you know, I don't want to attack my friends, but that's the thing. That's why they are my friends. And, you know, if you can't be honest with your friends and your family, then who can you be honest with? Um, and, yeah, I've I've been doing this podcast for like five years plus. You know, this isn't new. So I am, I am 
an open book to people that ask the right questions. You know, if, if, I, if I feel you're worth my time, your intentions are correct, you know, or true, I will open up. Um, but this is this is the thing. Uh, <laughs> it's it's with this COVID conspiracy stuff, you know, and then the far right stepping in and you know QAnon and everyone taking all this shit and and basically twisting it to you know be whatever it is they want it to be. Uh, the problem is is that somehow. The conveniently religious and the fundamentally religious, they've somehow managed to make this anti, like COVID lockdown shit part of their cause. Like it somehow goes against God. And I, I had it out. I had it out with someone to the, like, it's not even just someone, like, and these are like, what I've actively started doing in the last, um, in the last couple of weeks. What I've actively started doing is unfollowing people. On, on social media, just because, not because I'm a, not because I'm a coward of any kind. I just don't care anymore. I do not give a shit to see these comments. Like, I can't be fucked. Like, I, I, and you just that's it's part of life's journey, you know, where you cull people from your life. And you know what? I'm sure people have sort of stopped talking to me because they thought I was too full on or too whatever. And that's fair enough. And I will honestly take the time to try and understand someone and see where they're coming from, you know, because I've said it before, you know, you can't just judge someone without knowing them. So I'll invest, you know, I'll invest some time and try and get to know someone and see where they're coming from. And sometimes, you know, they are broken spirits. Sometimes they're, you know, misguided. Sometimes they're, you know, uh, jaded, you know, I'm, I've been all those things. So, you know, sometimes that that is the cause, and yeah, and you just need to take a bit of time to understand. Maybe you know, give some advice, whatever. Listen, you know, people underestimate the power of listening. But then there are some people that are just fucking stupid, <laughs> like fucking stupid, and live in ideal idealistic worlds, or have these inflated fucking opinions or f- inflated perceptions of themselves. And I just can't be fucked. And it, it popped off maybe a week ago. Where this woman I know, you know, put up some self-contained post about how, you know, fear is what they're mongering and never fear and, you know, somehow twisted this vague pseudo, pseudo awake, woke fucking Insta story. You know, at the, it was at the, either the eve or the extension, something like that. But it's had some, I can't remember the post. I should have screenshot. I think I screenshot it and then I deleted it just because I couldn't be bothered. But the whole gist of it was, you know, don't, don't be driven by fear and that's what they want and all this sort of shit. This woman is fundamentally a Roman Catholic. And I shot back and said, that's ironic considering the one thing you're aiming to appease is, is it a fear driven fucking, Vehicle, like Catholicism. Like, are you serious? And then I got her to explain, like, Exodus 21. <laughs> and she ignored it. And she said, yes, we, we must account for the devil. I'm like, what devil? Exodus 21 is literally the, the Lord's rules on owning a slave. <laughs> what devil? Like, they're rules. And then, yeah, that's the thing. You can't. 
And then it just went back and forth. And it was just ridiculous. She said something about, oh, I don't, I don't even know. I know I'm, I'm, been, I'm wasting time here. I'm just droning on because this is literally what it was. By the end of it, I just gave up. I'm like, you know what? Block, delete. I can't be stuffed. I've got more things on the boil than to deal with this woman having a midlife crisis and then thinking that God's going to be the answer to COVID. I, it's, th- th- that's my big thing. You know, know what you're adhering to and know your shit, right? You can't be casually religious. Like, that's ridiculous. And when people say to me, you know, it's, uh, what, what's a bother? How does it harm anything? It's like, no, fuck you. Because through those casually religious, you create bullshit norms. You create bullshit sets and circumstances that people can adhere to and choose not to adhere to. And it's just like, no, fuck you, man. That doesn't work. Yeah, and the thing is, I, I sort of keep my mouth shut because I don't want to offend anyone. But at the same time, I was watching um, a Trevor Noah clip. He was interviewing Arsenio Hall, and I was talking about comedy and all that sort of thing. And Trevor Noah said something really profound. He said something, I can't remember who, who said it to him or whether he read it. I can't remember. I, I'm, I'm misquoting. But the whole thing of it was people are going to love what you do until you make it about them. You know, and instantly you're like, what I remember was Isaac Hayes from South Park, you know. He's on the show for five, six seasons, however many years it was, 10, whatever. And um, for those who don't know, Isaac Hayes played chef. And, you know, anyone that knows South Park, especially like in the early day, in the sort of first couple of seasons, going even harder as it got on, became more politically orientated, more socially orientated. And they picked apart everything. They did an episode about Mormons. They did an episode you know, about the Catholic Church. They did the episodes about everything. They take the piss out of Jews. And they were going to do, they did, they they were going to do a Scientology episode. And um, they, Isaac Hayes was a Scientologist. So they went up to him and said, hey, mate, like, we're going to do an episode on Scientology. We just want you to know. And he said, yeah, okay, cool. Right. So they did the episode. And then he cracked the shits <laughs> and basically said, I refuse to be part of a show anymore that, you know, slanders and la 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 whatever and the guys from South Park came out and said dude you were with us all the way when we were making fun of Catholics Jews gays you know every political alignment you were fine taking checks you know for the first five years or whatever but then as soon as we touch a bit a little too close to your base like are you serious <laughs> yeah okay cool so they killed him off in the in the show and that was the end of it and that's the truth you know like I said, the, the people I respect, you know, they have full, the people I respect have full conviction. You know, they do what, they practice what they preach. They walk the walk, they talk the talk. Like, that's just how it is. And, you know, I'm not going to start an argument with someone just based on their beliefs. I'll start a discussion. But you can always have have a a, a you can always have a mature discussion about something, whether it's religion, politics, lifestyle, you know, whatever. So my big thing, like this last couple, week or two, has just been these fucking clowns that are equating fighting against the lockdowns because it's, you know, it's uh, squashing your God-given rights and you have to trust God's plan and all this sort of shit. And that's actually what set me off to do, like, like I said, I've ignored as much of it as I can. And I, I just, I literally can't. But then someone who I 
you know, consider a friend, a good friend, you know, who I did res- do respect, not did, I do respect them. They put up something about, you know, all of this comes down to having, like, no fear. You've got to trust yourself to make the right decisions. And then started going on this whole thing about being children of God and fear porn. Like, the, the quote was, we as children of God have to get out of the headspace of plugging into fear porn. It does not help anyone and simultaneously feeds a narrative we are rejecting. And then all this thing about, you know, do not trust the government's plan, trust God's plan. Have faith in yourselves to keep going. There are so many things wrong with that fucking statement, man. And I will... Like, I can't. Like, let's just... Like, there's more to it, like, in that statement. But let's just take that. All right? And I'm not taking it out of context of a greater statement that I'm, I'm not sharing. I'm just saying. Right? Like, that very... We as children of God have to get out of the headspace of plugging into fear porn. <gasps> Major religion essentially... Feel a religion driven around and based around, you know, a theistic religion is literally fear porn. If you don't do the right things, you're going to hell. And that's what the irony is, that people think that atheists or agnostics, they couldn't possibly be moral people because they have no guidebook. That's like, all right, clown, like, where do you want to start from? Do you want to start from the book you claim to be the perfect guide? Or like, like, that's insane. Like, that is absolutely insane. Morals and ethics have been proven through sociologic study, like, going back through eons, where it's like we determine society's morals and ethics based on the society we're in, based on thousands of years of, you know, cohabitation. Anyway, I'm getting thrown off track, right? Our morals and ethics do not come from a fucking Bible because there are millions of fucking Bibles of all different religions for thousands of years, right? The James Bible is not the only Bible in the fucking planet. And this is what annoys me. And I know I'm swearing right now and I don't like it. You know, I try not to do it as much. Right? I generally don't swear that often. I know, be, like, I know people are going to be shocked to hear it, but I generally don't. I really don't. I only do it when I really get fucking angry. And I know I used to swear a lot on the, at the start of the podcast, and that was just juvenile. You know what I mean? It is juvenile. I haven't got a problem with swearing. Sometimes it's needed. It's just elaborate language. But to keep it down the line, right, you're generally going to trust someone who's not swearing and, and being, you know, maniacal. <laughs> All right? It's just shock value now, especially talking about this shit. But... Oh my good God, where was I? All right. Um, <laughs> fear mongering and porn and fear porn, right? Number one, the government's not doing fear porn. It's literally stats because they're trying to keep you alive. Number two, right? <sighs> like, do not trust the government's plan. Trust God's plan. God does not have a plan, right? He doesn't because somehow. Okay, here's the thing, all right? Let's just take it from the top. Oh, God. Jesus, I really... This is the most... You know what? Of all the shitty things that have had happen to me in the last, say, 12 months, this is the most worked up I've actually been. I've been more, like, upset, disheartened, disenfranchised, you know what I mean? Uh, Unmotivated, you know, all that sort of shit. My mental health's been in play. But you know what? That's, That's bullshit, too. Because given everyone that knows me personally would know what I've actually gone through the last, say, 12 to 18 months. And um, I'm probably in the best place mentally ever. 
despite everything that's going on, despite what I've got going on, and I'm not breaking any COVID rules, you know, I'm not going to any fucking, uh, I'm not going to any dinner parties with like, you know, esteemed guests of 30, 40 wicker people and uh, Freemasons where Dan Andrews is sitting at the head table. Like, that, that doesn't exist. All right? Like, uh, no. I, I know more people out there breaking fucking rules and restrictions every day, and they're miserable. All right? And I'm abiding by them. I'm fucking abiding by them. Now, like I said, take it from the top. Okay? Whether you're a theist or an atheist or an agnostic, all right, the assumption isn't that there is a God. You just don't choose to believe in him, all right? That's bullshit. If we're all entitled to free will, and that's a thing, I start breaking it down for people, and they don't know where, which, what to defend first. And it's no, there's nothing sadder than watching a grown human being who claims to be, you know, intelligent and watch them twist and turn and break themselves in half trying to justify crazy rhetoric from an ancient book of Chinese whispers, right? There's nothing sadder than watching an adult with perceived intelligence try and justify it, right? And we're not even talking about the existence of God. We're not talking about any of that shit. We're just talking about the literature, okay? There are some deeply disturbing passages in the Old Testament, the New Testament, you know, and it's it's Christianity. Go go to Islam, you know, go to see some of their insane versions of, um, of, you know, the Quran, depending where you're coming from. And you can't justify it. And you can't say it was take, it's taken out of context into different times. Like, no, these are clearly evil words, right? Like Exodus 21 or like Deuteronomy. Um, fuck, which one was it? Oh, marrying, um, marrying your rapist. You know, a rape, because uh, the assumption is that only men rape in the Bibles. And, you know, uh, raping a woman, the only way a, 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 you know, a rapist can be saved is by marrying the rape victim. Because there's nothing more horrible than, you know, a, a, a victim of fucking sexual assault having to, you know, spend the rest of their lives with the person th- that they were assaulted by. But, yeah, that, that's neither here nor there. You know, modern theologists don't want to discuss that. You know, conve- uh, not modern, uh, casual theologists and conveniently religious people don't want to discuss that shit because they've never even fucking read it. They just go by what's in their heart and what they believe. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going off the handle I'm not getting to the fucking point. I've rambled, what, 24 minutes I've rambled, and I can't even get to the point. <sighs> oh, my God. All right, now, where was I? So, part of God's plan. All this is part of God's plan. Everything. All of it's part of God's plan. So, number one, <laughs> like that's the thing. That's what I was trying to say. Which angle do you want to tackle it from? Do you want to tackle, tackle it in the sense of, is God real? Do you want to tackle it in the sense of, is this what God wants us to be doing? Do you want to tackle it? Do you want to look at it from the state of, how is this religion, does it, how does this religion even operate in this country? All right? All this sort of shit. And people, like, as soon as I start putting, not even hard, hardball questions, this is just like, hey, you know, why is the sky blue? People fucking erupt. And it's like, nah, fuck you, man. This isn't part of the plan. Because if this was part of the plan, then what was the Holocaust? Was that part of the plan? Was that overlooked? 
Like, I refuse to fucking believe that this is part of God's plan. And, you know, don't fear because it's part of God's plan and the government's lying. Dude, the government allows you to recognize your religion and operate. Like, And that's the thing. The irony of it is, is these casually religious or fundamentalist, fundamentally religious people, right? It doesn't matter. When they bring up the government being anti-government, it's like, motherfucker, your church operates in this country for free. They do not pay any fucking tax. They, they make more money than a, a fucking Lebanese plumber working on Christmas Day. Like, no shit, right? But it's, you know, it, it, don't trust the government. The fuck, man. <laughs> what? Like, your religious holiday is recognized in this country because of the government. I could give a shit about Easter. It means nothing to me. I've worked every Easter for the last... 10, 12 years. But you get to have it off, paid. That doesn't make sense. I know I'm rambling, and, and that's what I hate. You know? But I digress. Let's move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, fuck me. The other thing that set me off was, like, you know, another one of my devout friends, right? had put up a, an Insta story thing that said, you know, hang in there, Sydney, stay safe. Like it, was a, it was a poster of an of a, a advertisement in Sydney on a wall that said, hang in there, Sydney, stay safe. And underneath she'd put, like, this caption, start critically thinking, fuck me. Like, I lost it. Like, the irony isn't lost on me. And that's, I actually replied, I sent her a message saying, the irony isn't lost on me. Here is... Like, you know, like a Pentecostal Christian, right, with their own founders in sketchy waters because of, like, family allegations of sexual abuse. Forget that, right? <laughs> Dude, critical thinking goes against theistic beliefs. You know, faith is the surrender of critical thinking. It's literally lifting critical thinking and saying, nah, I don't want to believe what we've assessed, what we've studied, and, you know, what we can prove with calcula calculations and, and, and numbers over, over long periods of time. It's literally saying, nah, I believe something I feel in my heart. No! <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. God, mother of Christ. It's this shit that keeps me up because these people are going to continue finding, like, working and breathing and influencing those around them. It's all this crap that I can't handle for a second anymore. Ugh. It's just too much, man. And this is what keeps me awake. Like, what, what are you meant to say? Oh, mother of God. I, I need a break. I need a break. <sighs> the other thing that I've been sort of losing over is the anti-vaxxers. Yeah, and they all, they've come out. And this is on more than one front. Yeah, they're saying, I don't trust the vaccina vaccine. I don't trust it. Like, okay, sure. Um, why? <laughs> you 
And it's all like, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. That's what they say. Forget the food that gets sterilized in our grocery stores and supermarkets. Forget all that. Forget the shit that people are they're, they're putting in Coke and, you know, everything else that they're drinking. Forget the illegal drugs people consume on a daily basis. Forget the cigarette packet that you're smoking that clearly says you're going to die, right? The government's tested this and they're telling you you're going to fucking die. No, no, it's going to kill me. I'll still do it. No, that's fine. That's my choice. It's like, yes, cunt. But here's the deal with the vax, right? Aside from the fact that we've been vaccinating everyone forever, okay? Otherwise, you know, we'd be running around with measles, mumps, polio, you know, all that shit. Our kids get vaccinated for measles and, and rubella and tetanus and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, when I, I went to Bali, actually, no, it wasn't in Bali. It was when I first went to Southeast, Southeast Asia in 2008. Um, my doctor said, okay, what country is you going to be? And I said, oh, okay, I'm going to be in Indo, I'm going to be in Malaysia, I'm going to be in Vietnam, Cambodia, blah, blah, blah. He had a map and just started circling spots. He goes, all right, these are hot spots for malaria. You're going to need a, a, like a vaccine. If you're going to be anywhere near here, and I'm like, I'm going to be there, there, and there. He's like, yeah, done. You're going to need a vaccine for malaria. No question shit, but yeah, sweet. Why? Because malaria kills cunts. <laughs> malaria has been killing people since, you know, before God. All right? Alexander the Great died of malaria. <laughs> okay. So, we've never questioned vaccines before. And I had to explain to people... Like, you know, oh, vaccines take years to, to, to fix. I'm like, yeah, it does. And, you know, germs are constantly evolving. Shit comes back stronger. Like, that's just the way it is. And do I think that we've sort of taken a step away from holistic approaches to shit? Yes, I do. I believe in certain holistic approaches within reason. You know, eat your garlic soup and you're going to feel better. Yeah, but garlic soup doesn't cure cancer. All right, so you bring on the chemotherapy, touch wood. Yeah, if you have to go down that that road. Um, and that's the point. We're conveniently trusting science. We trust science when we get into a fucking car. And that's why we have seatbelts. You know, years of, years of research, because, you know, you may die if you're in an accident, but you still wear the seatbelt. Like, that's it. And you generally feel unsafe with it when you're not wearing one, because you know that if you are in an accident... It may save your life. It's been proven to save your life. So this is the thing. Multiple people have said to me, you know, I don't want to get the vaccine. I'm like, why? Oh, because I don't want to be the first in line. I don't trust it. They haven't done enough research. It's like, yes, because you clearly used to follow the Red Book government-mandated uh, release forms on vaccines. You never gave a shit about vaccines until it became an issue for you. And that's the other thing. When shit starts becoming an issue for you, when it starts becoming an inconvenience for you, that's when people start to give a shit. And that's what I've been saying since the start. I tweeted this uh, maybe a week ago or something. What's the date today? Today's the 21st. Yeah, just a week. Um, and I said, since the 4th century BC, okay, scientists have been saving your life in more ways than you'll ever understand or give a shit to understand. No one protested the Zika vaccine because it was only kids in Brazil that were having to be isolated. And if you don't remember, Zika was something that came out during the, the Olympics in uh, 2016, and it was a big thing. People were shitting themselves, and, you know, athletes were going to Brazil, and there were kids literally killing over, you know, with um, Zika. And people were worried there was going to be a widespread out, out, um, 
outbreak. So here comes his enrolls in the Zika vaccine. No one gives a shit because no one got told they couldn't go to a gym for a few weeks. Yeah? And that's the thing. My tweet literally wrapped up a whole lot of things all in one hit. So it was that. And I also said, your prayers didn't put a dent in the Holocaust. Save your bullshit. And that is the fucking truth. All right? So, I basically had the same conversations with a bunch of people, and I was firing off the bat, all right, regarding the vaccine, because I was saying they don't want to be, they don't want to get it, and you know, shock and horror that you know friends are telling them you know they're going to be excluded from activities because they don't want to be around people that are unvaccinated, la 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 la, and I said, okay, so you, your belief is the vaccine's garbage and it does more harm than good? Yes, okay. So I said, what about me? I go, I've got a compromised immune system, all right? Both my parents have got compromised immune systems, right? If I want to see them, I need to have a vaccine for their health and to a lower degree, uh, like a lower degree, mine. And they said, oh, well, I understand. You should, of course, you should be, you know, having your jab, you know, if you've got a compromised immune system. I said, so hang on. So the jab's not good for you. You don't trust it, but I should definitely get one because I have a compromised immune system. Motherfucker, what part of asymptomatic don't you understand? <laughs> you may not have symptoms, but you, you could have the flu. You could have COVID. You could have anything without having symptoms, and you could give it to someone, and then they kill over and die. It's too late for the vaccine at that point. People are dead. People are dying. And it shits me. <sighs> the thing that got me was that, you know, I started going on about this, right? And one of the responses from one of the people was, you know, the government's making our decisions for us. And it'll be all mandatory very quickly. So that's, you know, it is what it is. And I'm like, the government has been for decades especially in this country, the government has been deciding for decades what drugs come into the country, what drugs you vaccinate your kids with, you know, what they allow on the shelf, what's actually approved. That has been going on for years. It's not new, okay? My inhaler that I have just took 35 minutes ago to try and get my lungs working was approved by government, and it's changed over time because medicines improve Drugs become either more efficient, cheaper, you know, produced differently, whatever. But there are so many tests that go through. Fuck me, right? I've worked in food in a food industry where I've had to organise for, for food items to be literally inspected by government departments to make sure that the shit doesn't kill you when it comes in. Like literally, that's why we have quarantine. Quarantine exists from the food you eat to the drugs you take to, to all that shit. It's quarantined. Right? The government's already making decisions for you. They pick what cars come into the market. They want to determine that the car you drive doesn't kill you just because. You know? The, the level of, like, scrutiny government departments put manufacturers and shit 
Like, the level of scrutiny, you would not even understand. I see people talk about wanting to start a podcast, and then I, they ask me for help. I tell them, yeah, yeah, just start up a, you know, start up a ho- get a host, you know, for whoever it is, whether it's SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever, then, you know, circulate it on Stitcher or wherever you want to go on Spotify, and then you've got to do this. Oh, it sounds too complicated. Fuck! They can't set a Facebook page up to advertise their business because they're lazy and think it's too hard. But all of a sudden, they're epidemiologists and they understand more about the fucking vaccines, whether it's Pfizer, AstraZeneca, or whatever the hell they are. They understand more about that than they've understood about the contents of their fucking tin cans of tomatoes. They had to program the microwave to defrost a fucking roast that they were meant to cook about four hours earlier. Shit! Am I the only person seeing this? <laughs> and that's the problem. No one gave a fuck until it was a compromise on their lifestyle. That's it. <sighs> okay. The government is in place because you elected the government. And no other government would do shit. Like, dude... You invented the government. You created it. You voted for it. Eventually, you know, your opposing government that you want to back, they're going to say a few buzzwords to rope you fuckers in to say, yeah, Lulu, we won't have mask mandates. Cool. When shit hits the fan, they'll come bang for blood. They'll take out whoever's there. They don't care. And that's the whole fucking point. You think that there's a quick fix... These people out there think there's a quick fix and this is all avoidable. It's like, yeah, cunt, wear a mask, stop coughing on people, and if you feel sick, take the medicine. That's it. No one's going to go sterile. No one's going to go sterile. <sighs> Fucking hell. <sighs> Jesus Christ. That's the thing. And then when we start bringing God into it, it's just next level, man. Like, I can't. Okay, this is God wants us to persevere and don't buy the fear mongering. God is literally fear mongering. Literally. Based on, you know, where I touch myself on a lonely Thursday night because of the isolation and the virus that God created. <laughs> yeah, he's going to judge me for all uh, for all eternity. And especially on what kind of porn I watch. But then if I say three Hail Marys and, you know, uh, plead remorse, I'll be fine. That makes sense. Clear cut, concise. <laughs> Fuck, man, I've ranted for nearly 40 minutes. I'm going to have to cut so much out of this to make it seem less maniacal. I really haven't lost it. Honestly, I personally, like, uh, yeah, aside from some, some work shit and some family shit, personally, I'm in a good space. I really am. <laughs> I try to be. I've been grinding my teeth at night, but uh, yeah, that's just anxiety. <laughs> it's because I can't get my pills. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. You'll take take from this what you will. You know, maybe when I'm not so lethargic, I'll um I'll edit the podcast that was meant to get edited like a month ago. It's just a lot of work. I and I've got more important things to worry about, honestly. Um, I really hope we pull the reins in on this shit and we can start doing podcasts again um, and everyone gets out and they can do their thing. But you know what? Think before you fucking say something. 
Because right, I'm waiting for the Flat Earthers to come out as well. And then it's just going to be one tribe of fucking idiots storming down Kingsway. And I'm just going like, to get into a car and run everyone over. And that's the thing. I met someone the other week that was talking about going bush. You know, they, they had enough. They're, they're selling everything off and they're picking their kids up. And they're going bush because it's better than living here. It's like, hey, all right. You got to wait for your government mandated groceries to come through. But you go bush. Speaking of which, I remember a year ago, again, not throwing friends under the bus, but these are statements they made. A year ago, I had multiple people, people I know in my circle, friends, close friends, who I'm more than happy to say, repeat this back to them. Yeah. Um, they were all talking about leaving because it was going to get, like, you know, we're going to be entering a, a dictatorship and Nazi, like a Nazi state, you know, those are the buzzwords everyone was throwing around. I'm like, yeah, cool. Where are you going to go? These people are all still here. No one has left. No one. Bride and Karen, you know, took off and then she came back. <laughs> when Brisbane's shit hit the fan as well. Her one year of rent was up, so she came back. Of course she did. You know, well, wouldn't you want to come to the world's most livable city? <laughs> That's the funny part. It's like, yeah, go go somewhere. Go to Dubai. Go to, go to Kabul. I <laughs> hear that's a pleasure dome of freedom right now. <laughs> Fuck me. And then these the pseudo-fucking doctors all of a sudden want to become social uh, um, social commentators as well and think they know what's going on in Kabul. It's like, talk to them about, you know, why they entered the war to begin with, why America entered the war to begin with. Talk to them about how the Taliban got, you know, equipped and trained. Here's, a, here's one to blow your minds if you don't actually follow the fucking news or read a bit of history. The Taliban was trained and militarized and equipped by the U.S. The U.S. had them in Pakistan and Afghanistan to get rid of the Russians. They thought, you know what? Let's not let Russia take control of Central Asia. Let's take these (laughs) Mujahideens. Let's take them, the real freedom fighters. Let's train them and they can get rid of the Russians. And that'll cause... The Soviet Empire to collapse. Boom, boom. That's actually what happened. But then you've got a bunch of angry Islamic militants standing around in fields of shit saying, you know what? We've got weapons. We've got a strong rhetoric. Let's go. So they invaded. And then America said, no, we can't have them taking over now. So let's fucking back over again. Most people don't realize that because they don't fucking know anything outside of Trump. And that's the thing. The war in Afghanistan was started by by Republican President George W. Bush. And then Obama came in and he kept troops in fucking Afghanistan. And then Trump came in and Trump said, you know what? We need to get people out. I'm done. And, and Obama had talked about it. So then you've got two presidents, a Republican and a Democrat, talking about Removal of troops from Afghanistan. Biden comes in and says, all right, well, President Trump literally invited the Taliban to Camp David to talk. He, you know, his press secretary, who was it? Not his press secretary, his secretary of, um, who the fuck was it? Well, took a photo with the Taliban um, leader. And they were in talks of peace. He literally did nothing. Trump just conceded. 
yeah, they were going to leave. So Taliban armed up and said, sweet, these fuckers are leaving. So then uh, we'll be able to move in. And that's exactly what happened. Biden rocked up and said, well, you've already put the process in for us to get out. Everyone wants it. I'm out. And then as soon as we, as soon as the Americans leave, Taliban invades Kabul. <laughs> Done. Overthrown. The Afghans refused to fight for themselves. They fleed. The president fleed. The military bolted. Didn't even fire a single bullet. 300,000 soldiers disappeared. Chicken shit. Like, done. Okay. That's it. And now everyone's saying, Biden, you handle this badly. It's like, motherfucker, I'm just following through with what you people wanted. What did you want? That's another page. This has gone for way too fucking long. And I think I've made my point. And I'm more than happy, and I keep inviting the same people to my podcast every fucking time someone starts with this shit. I'm like, really? So would you come on to the podcast and talk about it? And they say the same thing. They say no, because, you know, once it's out there, it's out there, and people can be judgmental. It's like, shit, you've got the answers to the universe. Why wouldn't you want to go on record? This is enough to live your life by and try and convince your friends to live your life by and raise your kids like this, but no, no. Let's not put anything out in the public sphere. Only on Instagram where I can attain likes and people can then, you know, sign up so I can be part of fucking, what's that, um, Herbalife. <laughs> yeah, or use my Fashion Nova credits. What happened to that? Remember when Fashion Nova was like all over the joint for making cheap versions of what the Kardashians wear? Fucking hell. Times change. <laughs> and I'm done. No, I've got to edit this now for fucking hour. Christ. I'll edit this and have another slice of cold pizza and make myself sick. It was really genius having, um, just before, I had a bacon and egg roll. Then I ate, like, two slices of cold pizza. And then I had, um, another cup of coffee on top of that. Yeah, love it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been real. <laughs> um... um yeah, hopefully next time. I know, I'm pretty sure I said this as a signing off last time, that hopefully I'll be with the boys. Or with anyone, really. Just not talking to walls. You know, And but it's part of God's plan. This is what he had planned for me, to live, you know, vicariously through people with real lives and ambitions. <laughs> ah, whatever, man. Smoke crack. <laughs> Hold up.